Welcome to Your Journey to Greatness Through Routine, a podcast designed to help you build a success routine. My name is Michelle Steffes, and I'm author of the book, and I'm excited to come to you today with more insights and ideas to accomplish your success routine, because it's not the big things we do, but the little things we do every day that make the biggest difference. So let's get on with the podcast. Welcome back to the podcast as we continue in this series on navigating chaos. Speaking about those who have won in the face of adversity in some of these cases that we've shared have been more severe than others, but they've all faced their fair share of very difficult times, opposition, opportunities to be offended, opportunities to give up, and even risks at the level of losing their lives. So if you've missed any of this, I would encourage you to go back and listen from the beginning, not only offering these stories, but I'm also providing tips and ways in which you can get through adversity if you take the right stance and mindset in the midst of the adversity that you're in. It's always a choice. You can be a victim or a victor. And that mindset is going to determine how you come out on the other end. Because we can't stop adversities from happening to us. But we can control how we, how we manage those adversities and what we learn from them and how we come out on the other end. That's the only part we can control. A lot of things are going to happen to us in life. There's no way around that. There's no such thing as a land with rainbows and butterflies. But if we learn how to manage adversities like these people I'm talking about, we can change the game for ourselves and for those who follow us. So the next story that I want to share, and I just want to mention yesterday, we did Martin Luther King, which is one of my favorites, um, but we've also talked about a number of others. But now I want to talk about Einstein, Albert Einstein. And some of you may have heard bits and pieces of his story, but I believe I want to share some things today that you may or may not know. Now, Einstein was born in March of night, or 1879 in Ulm, the German Empire. His parents were working-class salesmen, engineer, and non-observant Jews. Age 15, the family moved to Milan, Italy, where his father hoped Albert would become a mechanical engineer. However, despite Einstein's intellect and thirst for knowledge, his early academic reports suggested anything but a glittering career in academia. His teachers found him dim and slow to learn. <laughs> And part of the problem was that Albert expressed no interest in learning languages and learning by rote that was popular at the time. He stated, school failed me and I failed the school. It bored me. The teachers behaved like Felwabel sergeants. I wanted to learn what I wanted to know, but they wanted me to learn for the exam. So Einstein had kind of a bit of an attitude and he had a sense of humor as well. And he took uh, even those types of failures in stride, knowing that he had a plan and he was working it out, even if it didn't fit the status quo. So at age 12, Einstein picked up a book on geometry and read it cover to cover. He would later refer to it as Holy Booklet. He became fascinated by maths and taught himself, becoming acquainted with the great scientific discoveries of age. Despite Albert's independent learning, he languished at school. Eventually, he was expelled. He was asked to leave by authorities because his indifference was setting a bad example to the other students. But Albert didn't let that discourage him. He just continued forward. 
He applied for admission to the Federal Institute of Technology in Zurich. His first attempt was a failure because he failed exams in botany, zoology, and languages. However, he passed the next year in 1900 and became a Swiss citizen. Now, Albert continued on this trek for quite some time. I'm not going to share all the details of his life in terms of the projects that he underwent, but he definitely pressed forward with the things that he was passionate about. And I think we could all learn a lesson from that alone. You know, it, it, just because you may or may not fit into the status quo doesn't mean that you don't have a gift to offer the world. And if you're willing to chase that gift, you're willing to persevere despite opposition. You never know where you might end up. We all know the name Einstein. I mean, it's a household name for most people, in, at least in America. I'm not sure about other countries. But he had a tremendous amount of incredible scientific contributions in his lifetime. In fact, um, he, he's responsible for the quantum theory. Uh, Einstein suggested that light doesn't just travel as waves, but as electric currents. This photoelectric effect could force metals to release a tiny stream of particles known as quanta. And from this quantum theory, other inventors were able to develop devices such as television, movies. And he was awarded the Nobel Prize in Physics in 1921. He also developed a special theory of relativity. This theory was uh, written in a simple style with no footnotes or academic references. The core of his theory of relativity is that movement can only be detected and measured as relative movement, the change of position of one body in respect to another. And uh, this also contributed to a, a lot of other advances in the scientific community. Um, and he came up with the E equals MC squared, which is where E equals energy M equals mass and C equals speed of light. And then he had the general theory of relativity in 1916. He had the solar eclipse of 1919, uh, the Bohr-Einstein debates, and, and, and so many other things that he was responsible for. Einstein uh, was relentless in pursuing what he felt he was put on this earth to do, and he did not let uh, expulsion or rumors or opposition to press against and change his course in any way, shape, or form. There's obviously books out there on if you want to learn more about Einstein. Um, but um, I, I think that the moral of the story here is that we need to um, pursue what we believe we are called and born to do. But I do have a tip to share with this, and that is to find your sense of humor. They say laughter is the best medicine. If you're facing adversity, um, it's, it's a great way to overcome stress, especially if you are born with an innate self, sense of humor. Utilizing it in times of trial can not only put a smile on your face, but possibly others. It's, it's also a great way of releasing tension and resettling your brain uh, to, to become more positive. Uh, a good laugh will release endorphins and dopamine, which is nature's feel-good chemical. We've talked about that a number of times. It might seem unthinkable to find anything funny when you're struggling from uh, life's blows, but sometimes just stepping back and seeing the humor of the situation can lighten up your mood and allow you to move forward. You may not be laughing in the midst of a major setback, but give yourself some time. Finding your sense of humor when facing adversity is a healthy way to build resilience, no matter how bad your situation. I remember when I was young, my mother would always do this. She'd make light of it. She'd try to get me to smile. And sometimes I'd be mad that she made me smile, but in the end, I would be laughing with her. So learn from Einstein, learn from others who have taught us how to grow in adversity and make the best of every situation. Keep pressing forward and never give up on your dreams. This is Michelle Steffes, your journey to greatness through routine. Thank you for joining me.